Hi, I'm Tina Spangler with TLC Barrels and welcome to my podcast. One of my clients had asked me if I had seen on YouTube Fallon Taylor's top 10 list and I laughed and I said, oh yes, it was funny. It made me laugh, but it was very, very true. And she said, well, would you agree with that top 10 list? I said, well, I'd have a few changes, but um, a lot of them were very true. So I'm going to go ahead and do my countdown of my top 10. Um, so in my top 10, I totally agree with the stirrup length as number 10. A lot of times when I have clinics and lessons, this is what I see for mistakes in barrel racers. And it doesn't have to be a beginner barrel racer. It can be an advanced barrel racer. But oftentimes if your stirrups are too long, you're going to not be able to get your balance as your horse sets for rate or takes off to leave a barrel so um, what I like to do if they're too short as well you'll end up throwing over the withers same with if your um, your seat of your saddle is too small so stirrup length is really important as well as seat size uh, too small a seat and too long too short a stirrup will throw you over the withers um, too long a stirrup or too big a seat you'll be not have balance either because you'll be you know your balance would be be behind you so um i like when i take my feet out of my stirrups my feet to hang at least one inch longer than my stirrups or if i stand in my stirrups i like four fingers between my crotch and my um, saddle so that that would be my suggestion on stirrup length as far as rain length goes, that's a, my number nine because I see that all the time as well. Um, sadly, when people come to clinics, their hands are up in their chest or out to the side over the barrel, plow raining, um, or just like I said, really high. So a lot of times shortening their competition rain length to where it just touches the saddle horn with the chin strap engaged. Your hand should always be in a box, a sit a six inch box in front of your saddle horn, not higher than your horn, not lower than your withers, not crossing your withers, not pulling out to the side. Usually your hands are in a neutral position, even thumbs, thumbs up, pinkies down. You may go flat knuckle every once in a while when you give your rein forward and in a turn to stay off your horse's head. But for the most part, your hands are thumbs up pinkies down and your reins will go forward for your go cue towards the uh, ears along the mane um, you know like I said you're in a six inch box if you need to rate you're gonna sit and maybe uh, do a two hand or one hand check um, so you have your neutral cue your rate cue which also can be a woe cue and also um, you have your go cue so so uh, rain length is really really important I do like long split reins for training because at a walk you want to be able to get your hands um, out of their face while you're doing your uh, lateral work and things like that okay so my number eight though is um, putting the barrel pattern before you have a solid foundation on your horse so often I see people skip over basics and not have a horse that has you know all the buttons is fancy broke you know soften the face can move the shoulders the ribs the hip uh, you know transitions loose rein woe a lot of that is missing and they're already loping the barrels so that's my number eight I see that way too often and um, that's a big mistake because it leads to problems down the road when you have a, an ugly turn or no rate you have no foundation to fall back on my number seven is 
people in general are just way too hard on themselves. So a barrel racer, um, you know, you need to cut yourself some slack. You can't be expecting perfection all the time because you have 16 seconds at a full speed to get things right. So don't be so hard on yourself. Everybody makes mistakes when you're learning. Everybody makes mistakes even when you're a, a high level in a far barrel racer. You just learn from it, shake it off, and go to the next one. My number six is give yourself time to learn. If you are a beginner at something new, it takes time to learn it and to become good at it. So don't get frustrated. Give your horse time to learn. Give you time to learn. Novice riders, novice horses, it just takes time. You know, it takes, I've been at this since I was eight. So I mean like 40 years, over 40 years. <clears throat> I don't wanna give away all my info, but over 40 years. And um, you're always learning, you know, and it does. It takes a long time to master it. So and the, every year you get more experience, you get better. Um, my number five is hands. Oh, my goodness. Um, and bit changes. Hands and bit changes go together. So often people will be like, well, what bit would I use for this? And a lot of times they send me a video and I'm like, you're, you're, um, your bit's fine. You just need to make some changes with your hand cues or your, um, you know, whatever you're, you're just, it's usually rider cues where they're looking, their body position, their hands, um, all of those things I would change in most cases at my clinics or in lessons or even in a video review. I would change um, a rider's cues before I change their bit. Bits, honestly, are just whatever the horse and rider are comfortable in. Um, a bit more knowledge is always the most important thing. Yes, I said it, I know. I say it a lot, but it's one of my favorite sayings. Okay, number four. Um, my number four thing is, is going to a barrel race and saying I'm not focused or I didn't ride all week. Um, not being prepared. If you want to be an athlete and you want your horse to be an athlete and you want to do well on the weekend, you need to prepare during the week. And that means keeping you and your horse fit physically and mentally. Okay. That's really, really important. So, so my rule has always been three days a week that you need to ride or spend time with your horse. Some of you may pony your horse, but, um, but you need to do something with them. Trail ride, drills in the arena, maybe walk the barrels slow, um, you know. Anyways, you definitely just need to prepare mentally and physically, conditioning them, long trotting, loping, making sure they're fit to do their job so they don't hurt themselves and also so they're um, healthy and fit enough to do, to do their job. Okay, my number three is mental game. Mental game is a huge one with barrel racers. So many of you beat yourself up. So many of you see positive, I mean, sorry, see negative images of hitting barrels or going by barrels, say negative things like, oh, you know, my horse is going to do this or I'm going to do that. And you label yourself in a bad way. So I teach a lot in my um, virtual coaching group uh, mindset. I, I spend a lot of time on giving riders um, mindsets, uh, challenges along with their skill challenges. And that involves breathing, positive imaging, positive words, like saying, I am this, or, or I will do this. 
you know, my horse and I are a great team. We, we will have a beautiful run today and seeing a smooth run, learning to calm your nerves by breathing exercises and positive imaging. All that's extremely important. My number two, and this is so important, is not riding to your spots in your run or even in your practice. I'll ask a rider, where are you riding to? I don't know. If you don't know, your horse isn't going to know. You have to be specific. Do not be vague. Know exactly where your arc is, exactly where your entrance, your backside and your exit is and your turns, exactly where your straighter, longer spot is. You have to know your spots. That's um, number two for me. That's a big one because you're the driver and you're going 30 miles an hour. You need to be specific. My number one, drum roll, please. My number one, honestly, um, I agree with Fallon. It's the one that I see the most in videos that are sent to me, in lessons, in clinics, um, is not riding square up into the turns. People give the turn cue when they give the rate cue and rate and turn are two different things. Rate happens before the barrel, turn happens at the barrel. So many people look in, lift with their inside hand, look down the horse's neck and and sit and turn their body before they even get to the barrel. So the horse anticipates and cuts you off going in, hits a barrel going in. Um, so my biggest thing, number one, I'm always teaching a rider is to stop overriding. You hear people yell, whip, kick, sit up. And the horse, the rider's just really riding sloppy or way over the front end of the horse. I would rather see a rider sit more in a neutral position, drive their horse with their voice and their feet, with their eyes and their even hands, going to a straight line, square shoulders, square hips even hands using both legs and looking between your horse's ears at your spot, your straighter, longer spot and keeping yourself square. You can sit before the barrel or you can sit at the barrel depending on if you're on a free runner or a push, but you don't give that turn cue and teaching riders to separate the turn cue from the rate cue is the number one thing that I must deal with on a constant basis for the last 19 years. So um, that's my number one. So thank you for tuning into my podcast. I hope you enjoyed my top 10 mistakes that I see in clinics and lessons and always ride with heart.